welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out and the last of our birthday shows. I'm Andy Shorten. I'm Steffi Barnett. We will keep celebrating beyond this month. But for today's show, it's time to catch up with our monthly podcasters. Uh, Brigstow, Hadaya, Saski, uh, Under the Brolly and Just Like Us. Today you'll hear from them all. Uh, nice packed show coming up right here on Shout Out. I'm not going to get bored of saying happy birthday. I, I'm sorry. You know, ten, 10 years is a lot. And um, when is. you multiply that by seven or eight, you start to feel a bit like um, Steffi, you know. it's. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> but I was going to say, every... wow. <laughs> Everyone gets excited when, it, when they go from single figures to double figures. Lots of, lots of people who turn 10 get that feeling of excitement, you see. Do you, do you get that at 72, Steph? <laughs> well, up. when I get there, I, in a few years' time, <laughs> well, I should let you know. Um, but first of all, i got to get my 67th out of the way, which is next month. Oh, is it? Um, you, you might actually, you might be lucky. You might be just post-lockdown enough to do something. Because um, I had to have my birthday in, in lockdown. And if it weren't for the Same other half, mine. it would have been like, yeah, Did, yeah. Did I not tell you already? I thought I booked your residence. I, we're all piling around your joint. Well, it wouldn't oh. be the first time, would it? You know, like, <laughs> I've noticed you posting all the um, kitchen broadcast photos. <laughs> so, uh, for listeners who aren't aware, there, there has been the odd emergency where uh, we haven't been able to get to the station or something like that. And, and pre-COVID, uh, we did have a couple of shows that we did from my kitchen, which was an interesting experience to be broadcasting and just able to go, anyone want a coffee it was great fun wasn't it it was it was absolutely great fun i mean i know the circumstances were have been sort of quite trying but we've been quite resilient because of course last summer perhaps some newer listeners don't realize is that the station our home station which is bcfm in bristol um had a fire yes for a yeah. while no one could use the studio so we came back from your kitchen we did we did yeah last august so yeah. um i mean i should should point out when it initially happened we we, we did actually we we missed a show um out of respect um of but yeah it, it did come back so um and of course what what listeners may or may not know i mean you, you may have noticed i hope the quality has been good enough over the last few weeks but we are all remote we're still not back in the studio now but fingers crossed um with the um, relaxation from two metres to one we might be able to get a couple of us in the studio in coming weeks Um, so um, uh, we'll be able to broadcast from there but we'll still have to have some of you remote I'm sorry to say so Terry you can stay under your stairs if you like mate with Blazing Squad well um, (laughs) the amount of weight actually I put on I think actually that's enough to keep everyone at one metre distance from the face anyway to be honest (laughs) 
Because <laughs> loads of people, everyone's been saying to me, "My God, I've gone up two clothes sizes since." Uh, well, I have to admit, I, I have. Um, I haven't put my jeans on um, in, in ages because I've been like in shorts and t-shirt around, around the house, and I went to put them on the other day. I'm like, "Oh, these are quite tight." Oops. <laughs> it um, happens though. It does, it does. I was waiting for a sarcastic remark from Steph. I think think she's not on the ball she's tonight, are you? I can <laughs> see she's planning. I'm just waiting to the end of the show. <laughs> 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 they, they say revenge is a, a dish best served cold. Absolutely. Yes. Far too hot, far too hot. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same where you are. It's like 29, 30 degrees here. It is absolutely yeah. sweltering. So. It is. Yeah. It, but yeah. it's, it's lovely to I'm not see the sun. I like it. Yeah, it yeah. is really nice. Um, and what's really weird Very is nice. we've got two days where it's going up to 31, then we get thunderstorms and it crashes to 20. So, um, yeah, it'll be an interesting weekend that <laughs> yeah mind you even yes. 20 is quite nice it's True. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's always july yeah. so anyway um we got a show full of um our podcasters um or, or mini casts um as uh, uh, they get called um and we try to catch up with as many as them as we can and uh, we got a full one coming up from jlu uh, later on um and although she's gonna say late uh, uh, happy birthday a little bit later on uh, let's go across to kiki uh, not kiki who am I saying? Sasuke. Sasuke. Thank you, Sasuke. <laughs> let's go across. Let's go across. You're to sacked. You're sacked, Shelton. I'm gonna. I'm gonna edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it in. You've got to leave it in. <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's go across to Sasuke uh, and catch up with her. Sasuke five. Oh yes. Welcome to Shout Out Radio and this week's Sasky 7. So I have a very dear friend of me, uh, someone who's very prominent in our LGBTQ plus community, uh, doing a lot of work for activism uh, for people with disabilities, as well as within our community as an LGBTQ plus representative, but also a very talented author. So please, without further ado, can you welcome Sally Edwards? Sally, how are you doing? Woo-hoo. I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for that introduction. That was all right, wasn't it? That was quite. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, that's quite good. Now uh, we are always short for time, which drives me insane. So there's lots that you do, lots that I want to talk about. Um, first and foremost, as an LGBTQ plus author, I mean, tell us a bit about that and your work. Well, it started. It started really five, six years ago as a result of me um, being very aware that there wasn't was very little representation of people with disabilities within the LGBTQ plus community as a whole. And I thought, well, if the, there's no one doing anything that's representing us, then maybe I can start something. So I, I put pen to paper and wrote my first novel, and it just spiralled from there. Absolutely, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, did you find that you come up against uh, many any many or any barriers with that as, as a, you know, uh, you know, considering the, the background of the writing that you're doing? Um, I found it difficult. I find it difficult in general to access uh, venues and events from, from a physical access point of view. Mm. Lack of access, uh, lack of provision, um, poorly poorly maintained think facilities like um, accessible toilets, etc. Uh, transport links to to venues. It's very very difficult to get an accessible transport to get you back home after an event at three in the morning. That type of thing. So yeah. all sorts of all sorts of barriers. And and I think just also there's a barrier with an attitude point of view because not enough people 
um, I found were present there with people people with disabilities. Mm. But the other people from the community as a whole weren't really aware of us and weren't really used to us um, being part of their community. So I found I found I ha- I've had to do a lot of training and coaching people in terms of disability awareness yeah no definitely and I I know we've spoken previously about about some of the barriers that you know that we face about this and I guess with that in mind that spurred you on uh with all the with all the work you're doing the campaign work that you've you've done previously and and actually as a result you won a an award didn't you a diva award what was that yeah back in 2018 I was um selected for the community champion category and I actually won that you know which was a total surprise but it was it was very nice yeah. to be recognised absolutely well you should all your hard work you know it's it's really important and I guess that's why it's it's nice to have uh, recognition for that as well you know uh, which gives you more leverage I think going forward doesn't it as a you know with yeah well, it gives me hope that you know that the community are starting to accept more people with disabilities into the community for future people wanting to have access to it mm. um you know it sort of paves the way sort of thing for for future generations and if i can be part of that then i'm i'm more than happy to do what i can absolutely i mean so on that note what can people do to be allies to other people with disabilities would you say what would be your tips i think the biggest thing is down to very basic communication mm. speak to people go up to people educate yourself a lot with a lot of other issues that we have in society today and a lot of that is very prevalent in the press Mm. a lot of that is down to lack of education so i think the more people that are non-disabled within the community communicate more with people and find out what what the issues are that will improve things in in the long run absolutely absolutely and lastly tell us about your podcast because you've got a new podcast that you've started up and i'm really excited to hear more about it so please tell everyone who's listening yeah, it's it's called uh, Rainbow Warrior, and it's purely an opportunity for me where I can talk about my own personal experiences within the community um, and, and give my sort of thoughts and feelings on all that. I'm interviewing lots of other people with disabilities from the community, but also non-disabled people that are in very privileged positions within the community and, and, and leaders uh, within the community. I'm, I'm bringing in so we can have an open discussion about what the issues are on on how I see that they can actually help us to improve things for the future. Absolutely. Well, where can people where can people hear it more importantly? Yeah, well, it's on Spotify. If you go on Spotify podcasts and look up uh, Rainbow Warrior, um, it's on various other platforms yep. as well. But that's that's the main one. Oh, fabulous. Listen, Sally, as always, I would love to chat much longer, uh, but these are uh, our short segments. But I just want to say thank you for taking some time out. I know you're very busy in all the work you do, but thank you for taking some time out to talk to me. And, uh, yeah, good luck with everything you do going forward and keep keep the campaigns going up because we need, God knows, we need to be allies of equality together, don't we? Absolutely, we do, yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. I loved it. Okay. Take care. Thank you, Sally. Thank you. Shout out LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. The 
This is Shoutout News on Thursday, 25th of June 2020. As viewers of TV news channels around the world will know, three people tragically were killed on Saturday night by a lone knife-wielding person in the city of Reading, some 40 miles to the west of London. It is at this stage not clear whether the man was severely mentally ill or influenced by religiously motivated extremism. Most Both have been suggested by the media as possible explanations. James Furlong, who was local man aged 36, and American Joe Ritchie Bennett, who was 39, passed away. James worked at a local school and was head of history and politics departments there, using his intelligence and skills to champion a wide curriculum, including one sensitive to the needs of LGBTQ children and people of colour. Meanwhile, Joe worked at a Dutch pharmaceutical company based in the city, making medications for people with many health issues. Both James and Joe consider themselves members of the Rainbow LGBTQ Nation, and this weekend Reading Pride urged their followers online to reach out to your social circle and check in on them at this difficult time. Newswire Pink News says that a 25-year-old man was quickly apprehended. The suspect was detained within five minutes of the first call made to emergency services. Various government sources claimed security services looked into the man who hails from Libya last year based on suspicion that he might be planning terrorism abroad, but they concluded at the time that there was no conclusive evidence to pursue a case. Meanwhile, the local newspaper, the Reading Chronicle, has opened a book of condolence for James Furlong, which is available online. We have popped a link to it on our website. And we have some breaking news, courtesy of our friends at the Newswire at Gay Star News. A third man who was stabbed to death has been named as David Wales. He was also a gay man who used the Blaygrave Arms, the local gay-friendly pub. The pub reports that all three people who were killed in the attack were good friends of the pub, and a statement release summarises the mourning felt in the Reading community. They say the Blaygrave Arms management and staff are devastated at the announcement that the three people who died in the Forbury Gardens attack on Saturday were regular customers and very dear friends of ours. Our hearts go out to their family and friends and the other victims of this horrific incident. Dave, James and Joe, we will never forget you. R.I.P. It has been described as a global pandemic in its own right by the World Health Organization and according to papers including The Guardian, it has been made much worse by the lockdown situation we have been living under for the last few months. An average of 137 women are killed by familial violence across the globe every day. At a forthcoming Festival of Ideas in Bristol, which this year takes place on multimedia platforms, journalist Rachel Lewis-Snyder looks back and reflects on the lessons she has learned from interviewing domestic violence victims, perpetrators and families and the communities around them. She looks at the system of society, including healthcare and education, to see how these can be reformed to make domestic violence something of the past. Her lecture is on Tuesday the 30th of June and you can sign up for an audience place by visiting ideasfestival.co.uk. And finally, in some more positive news, BBC Radio 2 reports this week that bisexual Asian icon Freddie Mercury is to be honoured by a 13-strong range of British postal stamps that will also feature fellow bandmates from the flamboyant rock legends Queen. The LGBTQ Newswire Gay Star News, which has recently been relaunched and redesigned, says that the sales of 300 million albums around the globe, Queen are amongst the most successful British acts of all time. 
One of the stamps shows Freddie and colleagues performing before a 70,000-strong crowd at Wembley Stadium in 1986. Brian May, Queen's multi-talented guitarist, remarked to journalists, Sometimes it's strange to wake up and realise the position in which we are now held. We have become a national institution. The Queen Online official webpage reports that the stamps will go on sale from the 9th of July and they will be available via their web shop at queenonline.com. For these news stories and more, check out our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, this has been Terry Starr and Andy Holt. Shoutout News. National and international LGBT news for you. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, the race, uh, but that's not by Yellow, that's by uh, Trade Love, that one. It's a, a nice remix of it. Special dancey one. It, it's so that I could make up to Steph for being so horrible to her at the beginning of the show. So. I, might, I might nick that track from my mm. own show. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't we, it? We like, so. we like that one. Yeah, well, I mean, we were talking off air before before we started recording, weren't we? And and Yellow have a new track out, um, so do. I'll have to. I will play that next week, I promise, because it's re- it's really cool, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic! So. I discovered it two days ago, so mm. it's like, had to had to mention it. So. Yeah. Now, uh, Steph, it was kind of your idea um, to end up with um, uh, all our kind of like mini cast podcasters in in the show. How did it come about? Um, I think Shout Out was in a bit of a state of flux and uh, the, I don't think any of us were happy with the What's On feature because most people can go straight on the internet or Google stuff, where can I go tonight? Um, so it didn't seem to fit anymore and um, I, I just needed to That was to our event that. section, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, which we called Out Shout. Um, so we needed to fill that five minutes at the start of the show and also we were going through a phase where we're really struggling to get second guests in for the uh, what on the show we term the extra and so I come up with the idea of offering voices to the minorities within the LGBTQ community. So the My Five became a voice, um, and also I wanted to in, inject some sort of entertainment feature in it, which Saskia has nicely picked up. Better, love Saskia. Um, <laughs> and the, the others are just voices to um, to the cutie pox, so the queer, trans, intersex people of colour, which is Kiki. Yeah. Just like us, which cover everything after the. Q- you um and uh, of course we've got hidea uh, covering um the queer muslim community yeah. um and just like us which cover the youth uh, which is a national youth organization that go into colleges and schools talking about uh, homophobia and transphobia cool uh well uh, let's catch up with a few of them and from me, Saski, I would like to say a very, very special happy birthday to Shout Out Radio. Thank you for having me as part of your team. I really love the Saski 5 and Saski 7 segments. You know I love a good chin wag, so this is perfect for me. Um, but also thank you for offering the radio platform as a safe space for our community to listen, share, laugh, love and come together uh, to hear all the other podcasts, uh, stories and reports and shows and yeah thank you and I look forward to working with you more in future happy birthday hello this is Farina trustee from the charity Hidaya who 
support LGBTQ plus Muslims in the UK. We would all, from Hidayah, like to wish the Shout Out Radio Steph and the team a very happy birthday. Thank you for all of the hours and hours of conversations and joy that you have brought to everybody who listens to your radio station. Also, thank you very, very much from Hidayah to offer us a platform to raise our voices as LGBTQ plus Muslims in the UK as well. To tell you guys a little bit about what's going on with Hidayah at the moment, we very recently launched an amazing mentorship scheme for our members to be able to apply for if they wish to receive any support from Hidayah for uh, their journey to reconcile their faith and their identity. So if you are LGBT plus Muslim and you live in the UK and you are 18 and you would like to either be a mentor or you would require a mentor, then please give us a um, drop us an email or communicate with us via our social media platforms. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Also, because of COVID-19, unfortunately, this year we've had to postpone our retreat that we were going to hold in August. But by postponing it to next year, what this now means is all the people that missed out because the places were fully booked, we now have some extra spaces. So again, please look at our website, which is www.hidayahlgbt.co.uk to find out how you can communicate with us and book yourself onto the retreat, which is now happening in 2021. We've also recently moved all of our events online uh, via Zoom and we are communicating with the public using Eventbrite in terms of what's coming up. So please uh, search for Hidayah on Eventbrite and see what events we've got going on. Also, uh, lots of different volunteering roles available on our website. But most importantly, thank you so much and a massive happy birthday to uh, Steph and the team at Shout Out Radio for everything that you do. My name is Farina. I'm from Hidayah. Uh, please uh, communicate with us if you would like to get involved. Thank you. Take care. Hello, everybody at Shout Out. Well, first and foremost, from myself, Alid and all the team from the staff and the volunteers at Brigstow. Um, happy birthday, 10 years. Wow, um, an amazing feat. Um, you are all wonderful, wonderful human beings. And this weekly radio show is phenomenal. And what you manage to do and accomplish and the impact that you have on many many lives is fantastic so keep doing what you're doing keep being all of your brilliant beautiful selves um and hopefully very very soon um i will be able to come and celebrate with you um even if it's in a garden and we're still socially distancing but happy birthday um and carry on um so, yeah, it's me, Ali, from Brigstow. Um, thank you for having us. Um, it's a special podcast um, episode. Um, and there's lots still going on at Brigstow. So we are still open and we are still working. All of us currently are working from home. 
So um, all of our support services do remain open and in response to COVID we have um, implemented some new services as the telephone befriending service and an emergency grant scheme for those that are particularly affected by the current pandemic and are living with HIV. So if you do need any support in any way, please do contact us. All of our details are on our website, brigstow.org, and our phone number is 0117-955-5038. Do get in touch. Follow us on social media um, at Brigstow Info on uh, Twitter and Facebook and at Brigstow on Instagram. And Please, as well, I know it's a difficult time for everybody, but as we're now starting to plan the rest of our year and restrictions are easing, we are hoping to do a lot more work. And for that, we do need to plan. So if you can donate, go onto our website. You can either leave a monthly gift or you can leave just a one-off or just retweet and share us, whatever you can do. But please do support us. And from all of us at Brigstow, again, happy birthday, stay safe, and hopefully we will see you all very soon. Bye. Hi there and welcome to Under the Brolly, the My Umbrella podcast aiming to educate and inform the wider community about the lesser known LGBT plus sexualities, genders, identities, kinks and fetishes. My Umbrella is a volunteer-led support group based in Reading, Berkshire for the lesser known LGBT plus identities. We were launched by Reading Pride in 2015 and our aim is to educate, support and socialise. We also aim to signpost those who require the support and advice from other organisations to the relevant services. This podcast aims to give you an introduction to both the well-known and lesser-known LGBT plus identities. My name is Steve and this month the My Umbrella team want to give recognition to Shoutout Radio for the amazing support that they have provided to the My Umbrella committee, allowing us to host our monthly podcast on your platform which in turn has allowed it to grow to a bi-weekly live video podcast on Facebook Live. Happy birthday, Shoutout Radio, on your 10th anniversary. We could not have done all of this without you. With all our love, from me, Steve, Tom, Chrissy, Kerry and Mikey. Until next month, we see you soon. Bye now. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Just like us, for LGBT young people. Hi, and welcome to the monthly Just Like Us podcast discussing what it's like to be LGBT plus. 
Hi everybody, it's Arba. So firstly, before we begin the main topic we're speaking about today, we just wanted to provide a statement that Just Like Us has made in regards to the Black Lives Matter movement. Staff and ambassadors in the Just Like Us community stand in support of one another and in solidarity with fighting against anti-black racism in the UK and around the world. We just wanted to say that Just Like Us takes a no-nonsense approach when it comes to racism. This episode won't be looking at the black experience, but in future episodes we will be platforming the black experience with individuals who have personally experienced racism in the UK, especially LGBT plus black people. You're listening to Just Like Us, the monthly show for LGBT young people. Ellie, how have you been doing last week? How has life been? Life's been interesting. So I've got a new job this week. So that's been the weird thing is actually leaving the house every day for a week. (laughs) For anyone listening in the future, we are still in partial lockdown due to COVID-19. It's been a wild ride of a week. How about for you? Finally, I've been really getting back into art. I did art at A-level, but I studied history at a university, so I really didn't have time to, like, start doing artwork again. But I've been, like, getting back into, like, printmaking and painting and all kinds of stuff. Like, I've literally just been in my room consistently every day just painting, like, different things. So, yeah, it's been kind of fun. and actually quite so cool. It's actually been quite therapeutic (laughs) as well, to be honest with you, because obviously what we're going through right now is quite difficult. So it's been really nice to just kind of express myself artistically. Mm. So we are in the month of June, which is prior month and um, we wanted to also speak about school diversity week which is from the 22nd to the 26th of June what we wanted to do with this is just kind of speak about our experience back in school and I know me and Ellie haven't been in school for like maybe what since six a horrible amount of time oh it's not that long come on we're not that old (laughs) it's been like five years since I left school yeah but (laughs) it's not actually that long yeah so should we start with like a little bit of background on school diversity week 22nd to the 26th of June. Primary, secondary schools, as well as colleges in the UK, celebrate lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, and plus people's identities and encourage equality in education. This year it's all online, so there's loads of interesting online content. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can look at the hashtag SDW20 and check out JLU's social media and website for more information about what's going on. Do you want to start by discussing what your school experience was like? Um... School was, it was weird for me. I really felt the need to conform. I wasn't doing the things that I wish I was doing. For example, I was, like I said, I was really into art, but I felt like, because obviously art is like considered a more feminine thing to do, for example. So I felt Mm. like my my secondary school experience was very much kind of coloured by me not doing the things that I actually wanted to do, but just doing things that people expected me to do. I, I definitely can relate to that. I found especially like my primary school experience was very open and liberal and mm. encouraged diversity in a lot of ways, but not in terms of LGBT plus identities. And I think that was because of this, there was this perception, especially like, I think it's improving now, but that in primary school, LGBT plus education is not appropriate for that age. And I feel like we were um, in like a post Section 28 society for people who don't know it was like a piece of legislation passed in the 80s that basically prohibited speaking about LGBT plus kind of experiences and identities within the educational system. And we were in a system where like teachers didn't know whether they should or they shouldn't kind of speak about it. There was like, I think there was like the hangover of what Section 28 had done, which yeah. is implied that LGBT plus education wasn't suitable for children Mm. and i think still to this day there's people who will say like children shouldn't be exposed to lgbt plus identities which logically does not make sense it it diminishes 
LGBT plus people down to being explicit 18 plus rated Agreed. people. Completely. But your yeah. LGBT plus from earlier ages than that, I started to realise that I wasn't heterosexual probably around like 12. Um, And it would have been really helpful at that time to have had some discussion about what it meant to be LGBT plus and countering of the homophobia that was going around because the lack of teaching about LGBT plus identities didn't mean that kids didn't know about it. It just meant that they heard about it in negative contexts instead of having the discussions about how being LGBT plus is equal to everyone else and perfectly normal way to be exactly totally agree and i feel like um we also need to just touch on the fact that like there's a lot of distrust i feel from the lgbt plus community for people in power specifically in schools i remember being in class and people being openly homophobic and openly discriminative towards me for example the teacher wouldn't scold them the teacher wouldn't back me up the teacher wouldn't make me feel safe and i feel like it's a baggage that we have to hold do you know what i mean it's a baggage that we have to live with yeah i a lot of what we do as ambassadors is we go into the school, we give our presentation in the assembly, and then we leave, and we hope that it's made an impact. And I think what School Diversity Week does is that it's initiated by teachers as well as us as outsider assistants in helping them organise the events. Mm. But it shows that the school is on board and that you know their, their ethos is to express diversity and celebrate diversity and celebrate LGBTQ people mm. and to... Just really, you know, explore that in more than one day a year or give one assembly in a year and say, that's that done, yeah, LGBT, exactly. tick. <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it goes beyond just having us in for the session. It proves that their culture in the school celebrates LGBT plus people. And that's so important. You're listening to Just Like Us, the monthly show for LGBT young people. One more thing that I think we should bring into this conversation is that from the 15th to the 19th of June um, is the Marmalade Trust's Loneliness Awareness Week. Being LGBT+, it can make you feel different. It can make you feel a bit alone. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to like share a couple of resources based on that. Switchboard is specifically for LGBT plus people. And you can talk about LGBT plus issues and have someone on the other end that's going to understand you. And Childline is just generally for young people, but equally will help you if you're feeling like things are difficult. And if you're looking for something specific, like if you're wondering if there's a LGBT plus youth group in your area, a lot of them are running by video call at the moment. Just contact just like us. You can go on our website, send us an email or a message on our social media, and we'll let you know about local resources that might be available. Yeah, but I don't want to end on the loneliness note because I think that although it's something that a lot of us are probably struggling with in isolation, LGBT plus life is not a lonely life. It gives you a point of connection with people that has really helped me find close bonds with people I never would have expected. We hope you enjoyed the conversation that we had on loneliness and school diversity week. Um, We hope you have an amazing month. You know, try to keep positive and stay safe. Keep an eye on our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, Just Like Us UK. We're posting like little challenges on there, little things you can submit under our hashtag SDW20. We will see you in next month's podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. You've been listening to Just Like Us, the monthly show for LGBT young people. The music was by Twisterium. We come into schools too. Young people, teachers and parents can find us at www.justlikeus.org.
shout out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, lovely one there. I thought I'd throw that one. I- I'm buttering you up again, Steph, if you notice. I- I- I've got a formula. If I mean to you top a show, I then fill it full of songs that you'll like. Because so, that was um, um, Charlie Puff. Uh, Puff. I thought it was Puff. 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 I don't know how you say it. Uh, Charlie Puff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's straight. Um, and that's your favourite. That's a Carhill remix, that one. Um, yeah. So, um, featuring... Uh, uh, what's his name? Is it Megan Trainer? Megan Trainer, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Or if you turn yeah. your microphone up loud enough, Steph. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. No, I like that song. That's a good one. So. It is. I got an extended remix of that one with actually the Marvin Gaye track um, uh, built into it, which is good. Oh, right, cool. Which, which Marvin Gaye track, um, Stuff. Let's get it on, Terry. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's a good track. <laughs> so. Hey, um, yes. this weekend, Global Pride. Um, mm-hmm. um, um, I didn't know there was such a thing. Todrick, Todrick Hall is hosting it on June the 27th, which is this Saturday. And where is Todrick Hall? Where is it? Yeah. No, it's a person. It's a place. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. No, no, that just made me look like I'm so so. I'm such a good gay, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest, I, I that was my immediate thoughts. So, well, if I if we thought if we thought that Terry, there's about to be a listener who's like, "Where's Todrick Hall?" I still don't know where Todrick Hall is, mind. Even if it is a place, it's well, somebody will Google it. But no, it's a it's the host. Um, yeah. And it's twenty four cool. hours. Brilliant. Ooh, so is it an online yes. thing, or is it? It a, is. Yeah. No, it's online, um, and of course it's twenty four hours because it's got to go right around the globe. So obviously there's yeah. different um, time zones. Um, I do we think get it's... to do what you do like on New Year's Eve and like have a big gay party every hour? That's... Oh no, yeah. that's Eurovision. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also BCFM's uh, New Year's show with me and Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That gets we a bit a, camp. We have a continental as well as a, a British um, uh, I can't. 12 midnight, don't we, on New Year's Eve? So. I yep. can't imagine Terry being camp. It's because he's our newsreader and he's so professional at it, I think. I don't think I've ever heard you camping up. <laughs> well, I'm sure it does happen. One of these I reckon, days. yeah, we should ask Matt Damon, who's under the you stairs. Should. Can you peel him out so he could actually talk to us on air? I laugh if one of these days we bump into Matt Taylor and one of us gets to interview him because I, I don't think Terry's going to live it down. <laughs> in all, in all seriousness, perhaps he's listening. In all seriousness, I think he's locked down in Wales where he was at one point. Oh, oh. why? What I did you do? I read in one. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> so did he what escape like to do? What would I like to do with that? Day? <laughs> 
that's the question. Yeah, he escaped through the, the yeah the barbed wire. And, <laughs> that's uh, for yeah, an after dark it's, show. It's, Surely we can go into that. I'd like to interview you about that. <laughs> anyway, talking talking to prize, of course, uh, we're still waiting yes. on news because our our very own um, Bristol Pride um, is due to be doing something online, um, which um, yes. they've asked us to be involved with. But um, we're we're waiting to hear what. But I think we've had a bit of news about Western Supermare Pride. Uh, have we not? Yeah, we got we got Nigel on next week. Uh, talking about the Western Pride, which is going online. So, um, cool. oh, that's going to be lovely. Yeah, because it was going to be on the beach, wasn't it? Does that mean like you got to put sand down in your front room or something? Yes. It, I guess I just uh, I mean, to make it atmospheric. Yeah, just put a bucket of sand down. Um, if it's nice weather, you can sit in your garden and chuck some sand around the garden. <laughs> How many of you That's got? What pri- <laughs> <laughs> How many of you got pride flags in your windows at the moment? Uh, not here, sadly. Um, no, I haven't. haven't. I've got a pride mask, uh, a face mask. Oh, have you? I didn't know they were doing yeah. that. Yeah, it's a nice one. It's the 2018 version of the pride flag with uh, the trans flag and um, the uh, BAME flag built in oh. on a triangle uh, from the yes. left. Yes, I yeah. know the one Chevron. you mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's that. But it's a lovely face mask and covers a lot of my face, which is a plus. Yeah. don't be so hard on yourself I have to because Andy would have got there first so I thought no I'll get there first oh, it's not like you Steph you're, you're not Wind the ball straight back with them it's, put them know. what the balls where we, we talked about like making it up and like all the listeners said no don't <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few companies offering um, variations on pride flags different types of pride flags mm. different designs well of course now, now's the season you now's the season you'd normally see them flying everywhere wouldn't you so yeah. um you know perhaps we should do a stick one in your window um be part of pride like virtually yeah that sounds like a good idea mm, yeah there's lots of rainbows in people's windows anyway isn't there because of the yeah. it's been adopted as a symbol for the nhs clap for the nhs hasn't it? So, yeah, well, yeah that's oh, yeah. a rainbow rainbow isn't it it's not the not it's the not, um, yeah, lgbt right. Although i have, uh, I have seen pride. a few i have i have seen a few pride flags as well being misappropriated <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's going to happen, isn't it? So, uh, but I mean, I don't mind. It's 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 nice, you know. The whole point of it is equality, um, yes, and that's what it's supposed to nice represent. Um, well, said. well said. lovely. So, and it was like um, I, I caught up because um, EastEnders is not running at the moment, so they've been doing kind of like recaps with um, uh, Stacey Dooley, and they had the one where Danny Dyer's son comes out, and I've forgotten um, how good the acting was on that and how emotional it was. And he talks about it from a behind the scenes point of view. Danny so. Dyer. Mm. Danny Dyer could replace him. Is he next under your stairs? Anyway, that's it. Um, it was recently uh, Alan Turing's 105th birthday, so uh, do keep your eyes on our podcast feed because uh, we're going to replay that as a kind of commemorative one from uh, a few years ago. Next week, um, I'm looking at uh, grabbing Freedom Youth. It's their 25th anniversary, so wow. that's really special. Nice yeah. <laughs> Uh, and of course, uh, Western Supermare Pride as well, aren't they? Uh, they're in um, Nigel and the like. So, yep, and the Kiki uh, Podcast. Uh, shout out radio.lgbt if you want anything else. Uh, but for myself and the rest of the team, say bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. Bye. Shout out LGBT Radio for you.